Wake up, breadhead, wake up, it's time to get this bread. Use the call, think fresh 12 on blend, jet that con for 12 off a portable blender. I'm Kenny West. <laughs> Hell yeah, Mr. West, Mr. West. Thank Mr. you for West that show. Mr. West is in the building. Mm-hmm. Just the oh. three of us in the booth talking about blenders, talking about using code THINKFRESH12 to get 12% off <laughs> BlendJet2 Blender. That's mm-hmm. right, that's right. That's right, man. I don't even use my Vitamix no more. I use my BlendJet, and I'm better off. I'm better off that way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Dude, I used to chop things. I used to, like, mush things. I used to do all sorts of things with my hands, but now I got the machine to help me out, and... I'm never going back. <laughs> this is the dystopian future that I am hungry for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't understand why people are like worried about AI. You know, it'll just make things like lunch easier. Like if I can just go into subway and hit a button and let like, I don't know, Sam, Sam is the AI like figure <laughs> in my imagination. Like, mm-hmm. like Sam 9,000, <laughs> he can just mm-hmm. make my sandwich for me. He knows I like BMTs. He knows I like that you know, herb and cheese bread. Mm-hmm. What else do you really I, need in life, bro? Dude, I literally asked ChatGPT the other day to make me a Subway sandwich because I was like, <laughs> surely uh, all of mankind's knowledge in one machine should probably have a sense of like what the best sandwich is to make at Subway. I have it here if you want to hear what, what ChatGPT thinks the number one sandwich is. Yeah, please let me know. Okay, hear me out here. They suggest you get an uh, Italian herb and cheese bread with the oven roasted chicken. Okay. Oh. Now, now they get a little unhinged. Chat GPT be craving the provolone cheese. Now, I don't know if that's yellow or white or <laughs> what, but it sounds pretty exotic. Is that an off-menu cheese? Cuz I don't think they I don't think they sell provolone. Like they don't have it there. I, it's just white or orange. Isn't provolone I, usually a circle? I don't, dude, pro, provolone might be a circle. Um, <laughs> cheese is a flat circle. I've <laughs> never ordered a cheese type at Subway, but this is inspiring me to try it. I'm, well, next time when they say what cheese, I'm going to look that artist in the eye and I'm going to say with my best Italian accent, a provolone. <laughs> <laughs> a provolone. A provolone. That would be noise, bro. So, so our chat GBT has a vegetable recommendation with this oven roasted chicken. They're suggesting lettuce, duh, tomatoes, duh, cucumbers, green peppers, red onions. Hell yeah, bro. It's very safe. Is is red onion safe though? Whoever I ask about red onions is like, it's like I'm asking them about their Trump beliefs or something. Mm-hmm. It's just like a hard no every time. Like, no one wants to join the onion club with me. Yeah, no one will admit they like red onions, at least not publicly. It well, is maybe uh, it's like maybe people admit they like it, but they won't risk having it that early in the day because there's too mm-hmm. much like social interaction that can happen after that. Mm-hmm. Too many unknowns. There's <laughs> a you don't so are red onions just a canceled vegetable because of their pungency, or is it? Is there other things at play here? Like, are they? Are you worried, like, as a um, American, that anything red would be associated with socialism? <laughs> that yeah, doesn't make red... sense. 
when I chose to move to Canada, Ty, <laughs> or actually I, when I when I do inevitably inevitably move to the United States because Canada will be taken over by the U.S., mm-hmm. um, it'll be invaded sooner rather than later. Mm-hmm. I'm the water gonna wars. Look to the, I'm going to look to the red states and. <laughs> In my mind, that means these people are more open to having red onion. Um, mm-hmm. I don't see why not. It is a red state after all. So I don't know. I think that's what I'm going to base my decision on. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's what, they, that's what they mean state. by red state. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It stinks down there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you're right. Red onions are low-key controversial, but our robot artist doesn't recommend any like banana peppers or jalapenos or pickles even. Right. Anything that really packs a punch. And that's what I go to Subway for, to get punched in the gut. <laughs> exactly. I want to have like, I want to have a flavor bomb hit me in the face because otherwise I can just make that at home. I don't mm-hmm. have sweet onion sauce in the fridge. I don't have banana peppers. You know what I mean? Who, who really buys that? Like, it's mm-hmm. too much to manage at home. I don't eat at home enough to like consume an entire jar of banana peppers. Dude, I don't want to open up a conspiracy theory here, but I have never even seen a banana pepper <laughs> outside of Subway. As far as I know, that is the banana pepper. It just exists there. Mm. I would be on board with this because I like the theory, but I know too much, Ty. I've worked at a grocery store. I've seen, I know it's in aisle four at Save on Foods. (laughs) Okay. I know that people, when they go to grab a jar, they're bringing it home and they're eating it. Unfortunately, Mm. I know it Mm. exists. So I, I can't be, I can't play dumb in this case, but, um, you're right. I don't know why you would include that on anything unless you're going to Subway, though. Yeah. Right. I, I could you? imagine some like unhinged pizza parlor offering it on one of their new age slices. But beyond that, <laughs> banana peppers has very it's very few places to live. It's a very niche species. Mm-hmm. What's a new age slice just for my benefit? Because like I think about like fresh slice and they have butter chicken. They have mm. like pesto Mm -hmm. they have um barbecue chicken like that seems Mm -hmm. like new age to me but none of them have banana peppers (laughs) so okay with the exception of the butter chicken i think everything you just named is like second wave pizza uh what i'm talking about is third wave pizza and third wave pizza is like pear and walnut or a hot dog on a pizza like or um (sighs) A, like, did, you wait, green... did you say hot dog? <laughs> you ever get the hot dog pizza at Megabyte? <laughs> oh, wow, I don't think I've ever been to Megabyte, but I have had a Japa dog inspired pizza with now we're talking with some hot dogs, some Japanese mayo. So this is that's actually kind of a cool pizza because it like bridges a gap between like this freezer pizza that like a teenager would order or buy mm-hmm. and like third wave or fourth wave restaurant pizza mm-hmm. yeah uh, I, that's a fun tension like i feel like a similar tension is like you ever get like a mac and cheese slice because it's <laughs> like all the same ingredients in pizza on top of pizza in a different form dude i hate i hate the fusion of pasta and pizza it, they need to be separate on the same mm-hmm. plate but separate items you know what i mean it's it's too much yeah, um, I'm pro Italian food segregation as well. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> north, north and south just stay separate. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, the sickos and Sicily need to stay down there. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Those Sicilians gotta 
pipe down. Um, Ty, I have had a taco pizza Mm -hmm. and I've had a cheeseburger pizza also. Mm -hmm. I think cheeseburger second wave. That's been floating around for a while. It's the best. (laughs) Cheeseburger pizza. (laughs) It it like satisfies the child in me and I just love it so much because I I really just want to taste a Big Mac, but I can't order a Big Mac. I don't really Mm -hmm. want to. You know what I mean? I feel worse if I do that. But if I get a pizza, I feel like I'm like living a cool elevated lifestyle, but I still get the flavors of um, 2004. (laughs) Dude, so you're telling me that you, an adult, look another adult in the eye and say, can I please get the cheeseburger pizza? (laughs) No, I just point that and say, you know what I want. You know why I'm here. (laughs) Yeah, pointing's great because they're like, he's either embarrassed or doesn't know how to read. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, shout out all my pointers. Yeah, <laughs> all my um, only illiterate all my, uh, sign language peeps. Mm-hmm. Pointing's really popular at Subway. I don't know how many like old men I've seen build an entire sandwich without ever saying a word, just mm. pointing their like thick, thick, like sausage fingers against the glass. Sandwich artist just holding on for dear life, as patient as can be, asking many questions. This or this or this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My favorite moment in any subway like interaction besides the fighting is the first time someone points, they like crash their finger into the sneeze guard because they mm. can't see it. They don't know how far away it is. So they just go like full knuckle to the glass and then they go. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, dude, <laughs> they're like a seagull <laughs> flying into that window. Mm-hmm, exactly. If you're wearing a Damn. brass knuckle tie, you could go straight through that thing and ruin lunch for everyone behind you in line yeah that would be uh pretty bad they'd have to replace every bucket because of the shards which wouldn't be a bad way to get fresher veg i guess oh yeah if Um, you smash the sneeze guard would you be thrown out of subway or would the vegetables be thrown out of subway (laughs) dude i think yeah both are going out the door both are going in the bin (laughs) wow wow uh, the other interesting vegetable that I think ChatGPT picked, Eric, was lettuce because, as you know, there's a leafy green war two-sided at Subway. You're either <laughs> team lettuce or team spinach. Um, how do you feel about ChatGPT recruiting with lettuce? <laughs> I think it's an obvious pick. I don't think there's a war tie. I think it's kind of like the war in Afghanistan. It's just a fake war. Um, mm-hmm. You know, Unfortunately, we discovered oil underneath the spinach bucket. And so that's mm-hmm. why we are delving our greasy little fingers in there. But in reality, we both know that there's nothing to do there. There's no reason for us to be in the spinach bucket. <laughs> Dude. So I, I'd say we pull out. I say we pull our troops out. Okay. Mm-hmm. And we go back into the lettuce bucket like we were originally intended. Because um, mm-hmm. we don't need spinach in our lives. It's just a fact. Mm-hmm. No, I think you're right here, Eric. Like lettuce does a lot for your sandwich because it adds that crunch Mm -hmm. i'm picturing a meme now where like a plane is taking off and then there's like little leaves of spinach trying to jump onto the (laughs) wing of the plane to go with it (laughs) Mm -hmm. and then they (laughs) subsequently fall out of the sandwich (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah they're they're retreating from the bucket (laughs) damn i feel like there's yeah there's a really interesting kind of parallel here to like leaving afghanistan um which we could get into but i want to take this in a slightly different direction leaf afghanistan leaf whoa Whoa. um spinach 
I, I feel like was only added to the menu because it provides nothing for the sandwich, like nothing at all. No flavor, lettuce? no texture, no sp- spinach. Lettuce provides crunch. Oh, uh, yes, of course. Al- also equally flavorless, but at least there's a texture play, right? There is spinach a texture play. Nothing. Spinach is like more furry, too, for some reason. Mm-hmm. I just get a furry feeling when I like think of spinach. Um, yeah, must, like must if you want to yeah you want to eat like the ear of a poodle like throw some spinach <laughs> leaves in your foot long um mm-hmm. i think they were only added eric to like satisfy the egos of like health people healthy people or like mm-hmm. aspirationally healthy people because they're like yeah huck a huck a handful of spinny in there and now i'm like look at me look at me mm-hmm. look at me you know mm-hmm. like well Ty, i think <laughs> look at me we, we should, I think um, no, you know what it is? It's Nepo baby spinach, not baby spinach. Oh, that's what it is. Nepo baby spinach. And that's because the privileged elite have berated Subway until they've like added spinach to the menu. It's like, hey, we need mm-hmm. our leafy, healthy lettuce, which is spinach. Yeah, dude. It's almost like to like e like ease the complaints of like pita or other like just like <laughs> pita. Yeah. <laughs> Or just like the, the woke vegetarian <laughs> demographic. Because they're like, can you guys like raise your chickens free range? And they're like, no, but we got spinach on the menu now. Wow. Green goddess. Oh, Green yeah, goddess is unique. compromise. Yeah. Um, I don't think it's Nepo, Nepo baby spinach, Ty. I think it is actually the hordes of um, iron deficient queens out there. Mm. I haven't met a single girl that hasn't told me that they are iron deficient and Mm -hmm. we all know that a quick google search of iron rich foods will yield the result of spinach on page Mm -hmm. one of google and i think that it's all those iron deficient ladies out there who have um, asked subway to include it on the menu um it seems to be like i want to look up actually like the google trends of how often iron deficiency symptoms are Googled. I'm sure it's mm-hmm. spiked in the last like year because it's like all I'm hearing about. <laughs> Dude, yeah. I don't I don't know a single woman on earth that isn't cold all the time. They're all <laughs> yeah. cold cuts that need to be toasted. <laughs> Toast me, Ty. Um the and that's a, a huge sy- symptom of iron deficiency. So all these mm-hmm. Greek goddesses out there are actually meek, meek goddesses because they they need some spinny to toughen up. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm looking over the trends of iron deficiency. I'm going to look at the last ten years. Mm. Okay, let's let's get a load of this tie. I'm gonna I'm gonna show you right now. So from 2013 to 2023. Actually, no, 2004 plus 20 years. 20 um, years wow it's kind of grown it's it's grown steadily um the highest searching is in newfoundland and labrador probably because it's the coldest at least in canada mm, we're checking canada yeah yeah iron um, deficiency. Can, you, can you throw a second term and overlay iron maiden i'd like to compare iron <laughs> deficiency to iron maiden because i'm not really sure what deficiency they're talking about and I have a mm-hmm. feeling this will be an inverse trend. <laughs> You're right. Wow, it is. <laughs> I mean, it actually is. That's pretty funny. They they spiked in 2008 
Um, mm-hmm. I guess they were victims of the financial crisis. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Iron Maiden is down in um, in the metal as well, metal coins, that mm-hmm. is. Um, but on average, Ty, it's Googled more than iron deficiency, which is kind of surprising. Mm-hmm. Let's type but in like, spinach versus lettuce. I wonder how yeah, the, I'd love like, to see that. <laughs> lettuce as a vegetable or lettuce as a service, Ty? <laughs> <laughs> You know what's so weird is we're about to look at this, but yesterday I was looking at a similar graph of a heat map of where in America they're more likely to say spinach and where in America they're more likely to say lettuce. And it kind of skews like uh, west to east coast with the oh. west coast being more spinach friendly. Huh, interesting. Dude, well, how do we get this out of just Canada? I want to see a. Can we break this down by like America for our American audience? Oh, you're or right. Worldwide? We should go worldwide. Yeah. It's the yeah, same. there we go. Wow, Russia is big on spinach, dude. Russia is 84% spinach. <laughs> just, like, just like our Instagram followers, 84% yeah. Russian. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, bots have, you know, in 2023 time, bots have feelings as well, as we've mm-hmm. all learned with ChatGPT. So I wouldn't worry about too much. Um, does this just, okay, I, I'm not really sure what I'm looking at here, Ty. I'm not a, I'm not a data daddy like yourself. Okay, is this just so, telling us like that it's being searched on the web more yeah, so, than spinach or more than lettuce? Excuse me. Correct. So what Eric saw is he's on the Google <laughs> trends.google.com looking at the search term lettuce versus the search term spinach to see who is Googling them more. I don't know who in their right mind just goes to google.com and types in the word spinach and hits search. Like what you <laughs> what could you possibly be looking for? But mm-hmm. uh, it does appear that spinach is outpacing lettuce by almost like fivefold starting in probably 2016. Prior to 2016, Eric, spinach and lettuce were neck in neck and i think that's really interesting (laughs) well ty i was actually looking at the youtube search Mm -hmm. results so for some reason spinach spiked in 2017 on youtube and lettuce stayed relatively flat so what does this tell us let's put our um data and and analytics hat on (laughs) what does this tell us ty do you think just the amount of spinach content is like quadrupled why would there be five times more spinach content on YouTube than lettuce content? Unless this is a outbound marketing ploy by big spinach. Mm-hmm. Well, okay. I bet you if we add a third term in here, then we're going to see correlation between spinach and iron deficiency. Oh, you're right. Nope. <laughs> no, we didn't. We didn't. But wow, look how few people look up. Iron deficiency. Okay, I don't even know what these like figures are. It's just says Dude, one. Yeah, this math like is too hard. Oh, okay, no, it's yeah. all relative popularity. Okay, so Interesting. for the breadheads, there appears to be a five times uh, <laughs> increase search in on YouTube for Spanish over lettuce starting in 2015, 2016. Iron deficiency has gradually grown as a topic of interest as well. So that might be the correlation. <laughs> oh shit interesting um, you know what as well is i think in a post recession world eric spinach just has more bang for your buck as a vegetable i think that it like search superfood as a term 
Because I think that like around 2015 is when the term concept of a superfood took off. And spinach was very fortunate to ride that wave. Mm, you're absolutely right. Okay, let me just remove some of these words. Um, we have spinach and superfood being compared here. Um, wow, dude, no one cares about your superfood. That's, that's unfortunate. That's because it's not really a mainstream topic. That's kind of like a neoliberal like topic of discussion. Whereas mm-hmm. like spinach, you know, my grandma in in former Yugoslavia is eating it, you know? That's a good point. Like the only people talking about superfoods anymore are like liberal meme accounts and like cold press juice companies. Those are the yeah. only two like demographics using that term. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Okay, well, let me go back into, can we, can we go to the state of California? That actually might be a more that might be the most relevant here. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so spinach really spiked in 2006 September. What do you think happened? I have no idea. I'll I'll (laughs) look up right now. Is that when Subway launched spinach in their stores? What year was it? 2006. Yes. Uh, There was a. Oh my god! In two thousand six, there was a possible contamination of E. coli across the United <laughs> States in spinach. So because of that, people were googling it like mad. Wow. Maybe spinach has gotten increasingly more toxic over the years, and that's why spinach is popping. Mm-hmm. It's entirely possible. Um, so spinach, superfood, and Subway all peaked in January 2011. What year did Jared get arrested? I was literally going to ask you that same question. I feel like we're, we're working on the same timeline here. Yeah, dude. Uh, he was apprehended in 2015. Oh, shit. Well, that was another spike here. Was it, did it happen to be um, August 2015? Uh, near the, yeah, mid-August. Perfect. Well, well, spinach took a nosedive <laughs> at that same day. So I think <laughs> just just less general interest in, in food at that point. Mm. People are pretty preoccupied with the groundbreaking news. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. This wow, is this fascinating, is a cool right? tool. I've never like looked at this website before, but it's actually like filled with like interesting shit. Yeah. Blendjet. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to uh Blendjet. I'm going to do some interesting analytical research as our uh, chief analytics officer at ThinkFresh, and I'm going to bring you some interesting facts for next week to share. I'm excited. Okay, wait, let's just take a look at BlendJet really quick. Wow, so BlendJet. Okay, there's some shit going on in 2004. Maybe they were ahead of the curve, but really taking off in, what is this? 2022 december dude it's around when we got our global ambassador sponsorship shout out to blendjet shout out to blendjet use the code thinkfresh12 Mm -hmm. that spike is probably due to us to be honest i think it was um december right yeah uh. (laughs) pretty close (laughs) well we don't know how accurate this data is (laughs) yeah this it must be it needs to be calibrated you know every once in a while ty Mm-hmm. Um, oh man, what's going on trending now? <laughs> Live Googling with Ty and Eric. Live Googling, this uh, is great. 
Too bad Google didn't send us the bag also, but whatever it is, what it is. One day. I do have to share with you the rest of this robotic sandwich order from our uh, robot sandwich oh, yes. artist. Um, I just want to finish off with the condiments of choice. Uh, mm. The sandwich. Robots wear I condoms. Think, did I say that? I don't I said that. <laughs> uh, once again, I think ChatGPT is appealing to the masses here, Eric, uh, because the only condiments that they suggest adding to their oven roasted chicken with and cheese. Yeah. Is it mayo? That's one of two. M- mustard. So close. Honey mustard. Oh, that's... come on. That's not even a real sauce. <laughs> Honey mustard is a, a made-up sauce? sauce, dude. It's a mustard fusion is sauce. Base. Oh, true. Okay. Um, would you eat that sandwich if you weren't vegetarian, I guess? <laughs> I would try it. I would actually, I would like you to try it. The only thing that, like, um, the sauces are actually the only thing, Eric, that's got me a little bit, like, unsure because honey mm. mustard, you should know this as a sauce boss. Honey mustard is 10% honey, 10% mustard, 80% mayonnaise. That's all oh. that's in it. Yeah. It's That's how they secret, cream it up. Secret mayo. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's it's a facade. Both the honey and the mustard are barely no there. Yeah, I, I've made a few honey mustards in my day, and all recipes online follow that proportion. So when you're adding mayo and honey mustard to your footlong, you're just doing mayo mayo. <laughs> <laughs> mayo mayo. Wow. So if you're getting honey mustard, you don't need to like add extra mayo. You don't need to double the mayo intake because you're already doing a combination sauce. Yeah, so I would say ditch the mayo and then explore something that maybe a bit spicy would be my recommendation because you already got the creamy and the sweet from the honey mustard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that uh, suggestion a lot. Mm. Um, so I think now that we have this information, we can test and see if the sandwich artists are AI. We can go into Subway and say, make me the best sandwich. And if they make exactly the sandwich, then... We'll be able to Whoa. like correlate the the two findings that we have, mm-hmm. and then we can release a paper on it. We can release a paper on it. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I was in Toronto last week, Eric. I uh, Drake flew me out there to check out his stew. Uh, <laughs> it's only quarter mil for uh, an hour session, and I think we should do it. I know yeah. Craft did it, and he seemed to like it. That's true. When you say stew. Um, are we talking cream of mushroom or like a, you know, a creamy tomato? What kind of stew did Drizzy prepare for you? I feel like there's actually a lyric where he talks about soup, but I'm, I'm stressing to remember it. Um, oh, man. but I, it's probably a thick chili, my guy. <laughs> yeah. Drake loves the beef and there is no, um, hiding from that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I found some soup lyrics while Perfect. I was What'd you find? doing that. The song "Miss Me" by Drake. This is an OG tie. This one is probably from like 2011 or something. Um, but there's a lyric that says, "I ain't lying. I shoot. You don't need signs for proof. Turn you to a vegetable like you lying in soup." <laughs> That's pretty um, gruesome from Drizzy Drake. Wow, that is pretty gruesome. Huh. Wow. I just um, saw there's a article from Spoon University that says 15 Drake lyrics that prove he's secretly a foodie. <laughs> I think you should get into this. <laughs> okay. Hit me. Oh, fuck. Okay. So 
uh, number one, make me proud. This is the Nicki Minaj feature, I believe, on Take Care. Um, He says, running on a treadmill and only eating salad sounds so smart like you graduated college. Sounds so smart like you graduated college. Yeah, I remember that one. Mm -hmm. Dude, that was... We're not salad gang here, though. Yeah, we don't like that one. That was kind of a weak start to the article, but... Let me hit you with one, and I want you to guess the song. If you can't guess this, I'll be severely disappointed. Okay, hit me. I think this is actually future, so there's a big hint. Um, okay. Lobster and Celine for all my babies that I miss. <laughs> Lobster and Celine for all the babies that I miss. Chicken finger french fries for them hoes that want of this. Jumpman, Jumpman. Dude, that's Jumpman. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. Oh, hell yeah, dude. You got it right. Um. Okay, here's a good one. This one's a classic. Also, we're still in the, we're still operating in the same era of Drake as the first two. Okay. Um, she was no angel, and we never waited. I took her for sushi. She wanted to. I I don't know that one. I took her for sushi. She wanted to fuck. <laughs> so we took it to go. I told him, don't even play it. Damn, that sounds like. Uh, is that something off of Take Care? Yeah, it's it's hell yeah fucking right. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. Okay, I gotta Google that one. These are great. Let me see if I can find one that is a little bit more um, recent. A lot of these are are old. Okay, well you're uh, pulling of, of Take Care. Yeah. Well, you're pulling that up. I'm reflecting on how we got here as a conversation topic. And believe it or not, it wasn't lyrics I wanted to talk about or even the uh, Drake, Drake Studio. It was <laughs> a robot subway that I saw in the Toronto Peterson Airport. Oh, uh, shit. Upon landing, I saw through the terminal glass on the departure side, not the arrival side. I couldn't access it. But there was a vending machine that said subway to go on it. And I'm... <laughs> Wait, hold on. I feel... Yeah, let's just back up for a second. This was on the arrival side or the departure side? Departure side, and you know how sometimes they like block you from with like a big glass wall to keep you from getting to certain parts of the airport. No, it makes total sense. I was gonna say if if it was on the arrival side, how presumptuous of subway! It's like the first thing you want to see when you land in Toronto is like (laughs) a subway vending machine, and I mean they probably aren't wrong. Like I'm always hungry when I land. I don't usually go too deep on the plain food right so when i land i'm going straight to the way <laughs> yeah dude um it's actually funny at the toronto airport you get off the plane well at least when i fly domestic there um you land and you walk past the subway vending machine which you can't access it gets you salivating gets you thinking about it then mm. you walk past a subway in the terminal on your way to baggage claim and then after you exit baggage claim there's another subway so you've interacted with three subways before you've even left the airport. Mm-hmm. Isn't that obscene? That's beautiful. I, I f- firmly stand on the idea that Subway is the best plane food. Now that I've realized I can bring my own food on a plane, I will never, I'll never do that again. You know what I mean? I'll never eat plane food again. Um, but that was a really short blip in history because once I found out you could bring food on the plane, I also got an Amex. <laughs> oh nice <laughs> and so now i just eat lounge food <laughs> it was like a very short amount of time where i was able to bring subway on a plane i've only done it once actually yeah i'm totally here for it and that makes sense why subway would start planting it 
both franchises and these vending machines in airports. But yeah. I was so confused by this vending machine. Like, is it AI making your foot long? Like, is Sam 9000 just squirting sauce from like a like robot hand onto your foot long? <laughs> Sam squirting his robot penis all over your sandwich. He's like, <laughs> yeah. yo, order up. <laughs> it's really interesting. So I'm trying to figure out right now what they are. I'm looking at an article right now that says that they are the antithesis of the build your own sandwiches that made Subway famous. So that tells me that they're probably pre-assembled and I think they're, but I think they're being built still in the, uh, in the fridge, in the, in the vending machine because they're stocked daily from another location and they, Oh no. Okay. I figured it out. We're figuring this out live. They're stocked (laughs) probably from the other location in the airport with like Mm -hmm. probably the artist picks of what would be a good foot long. Mm. Do you think any thought has been put into like what would be ideal for a lap sandwich? Mm. Cause like eating a sandwich on a plane, I think it's a great idea, but it also requires a little bit more thought because you can't just load it with whatever sauce you want. You gotta think about like, do I have access to hand sanitizer? Do I have access to the right amount of napkins? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not gonna get the, I might not get the herbs and cheese cause I don't want crumbs everywhere. You know, that kind of thing. Yeah, dude, a lap, which is a <laughs> like the ergonomics should almost outweigh the flavor profile when mm-hmm. you entertain which veggies and sauces should be on it. Mm-hmm. Um, like firmly... flatbreads a no go. Like those are way too, way too flappy on the side. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nothing with marinara. That's just a recipe for disaster. And if any of that gets into the plane engine, <laughs> we're fucked. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that thing's coming down. <laughs> that that bird is coming down, bro. That yeah, thing's dude. a big torpedo once the once the once a meatball gets lodged in the in the fuselage somewhere. Wow, dude! And I, it's the same thing for any like runaway veggies. They always tell okay. me if I drop my phone or a Lucy AirPod on the plane, <laughs> don't grab it yourself. That's the responsibility of the steward. I think that's the only job for the steward at this point mm-hmm. um, is to retrieve wow. people's like iPhone sevens from under the chair yeah. but i digress i've never oh. in my life seen someone drop their phone on a plane and then like <laughs> ring the bell to have like the stewardess come and then when they come be like i dropped my phone <laughs> i've never once experienced that in my life if i was a flight attendant i would just Dude. be like pick up your damn phone yourself like what the fuck are you calling me to do that for but by offering that as a service the flight attendants <laughs> are offering up a floodgate of potential abuse like can you get me my shoes from under there? Can you get me oh. my snacks from my backpack? Like mm-hmm. what, what else can they get for me so that I remain seated with my seatbelt fastened the entire flight? <laughs> we kept them crawling like a, all over the place. Mm-hmm. Like a good passenger tie. You aren't getting up for the bathroom once you are mm-hmm. sitting there with your seatbelt on um, devices off <laughs> mm-hmm. and you're simply enjoying the view out the window yeah, dude, I don't know. I, I, I'm I a minimalist when I travel, obviously. I don't even like when Bay brings snacks. I like to mm-hmm. just sit there, drink water, and listen to this podcast. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> uh, you're, yeah, you're a Nepo listener. I, uh, <laughs> I feel the same way, though, Eric. I don't... I like to buy the snacks that the, like, Relay or Terminal convenience store provides. It's always of weird course. stuff. It'll be like... Um, They'd be like, do you want a prepackaged like arugula and pistachio mixed green salad? Oh, and like, 
you're like, I would never buy that normally, but mm-hmm. here there are no rules. And then I'll pay mm-hmm. $18 for it. It's so fun. Yeah, this is one thing I haven't experienced yet with you, my co-host, Ty. I've never seen you operate on a plane before. <laughs> I don't mm-hmm. know what kind of flyer you are. You, you, you could honestly be like the best possible person to travel with, or you could be someone who like takes off their shoes and socks and like puts their feet up like on the wall. <laughs> oh, dude, I got the toesies out the minute I sit down <laughs> on the plane. So do you go to the bathroom with your shoes and socks off or are you do you get redressed hell no dude that's nasty of course i'm putting the shoes back on the bathroom i don't okay good like i i i relax in private Mm. um but i'm a very i'm a i'm an easy man to fly with uh Mm. first class (laughs) life (laughs) uh state of mind economy class lifestyle Uh, Uh, okay thanks for the clarification yeah yeah i i just I try not to get in other people's way. I'm so self-conscious, you know, subways made me so self-conscious because you're mm-hmm. constantly dealing with other people. And uh, because of that, Eric, I've, I'm very sensitive to not like rubbing shoulders with people on the plane. I keep to myself. I don't cause any problems. Mm-hmm. I don't bring any smelly food on. That's mm-hmm. the other consideration with, I, I'm sure we've talked about this before, but like if you're going to bring a foot long on the 757, you better make sure you don't stink it up. No tuna no uh pickles no hot sauce anything that has an aroma stays Mm -hmm. that stays on the ground that's Mm -hmm. you gotta check that (laughs) yeah (laughs) Yeah, you gotta check your privilege and check your foot long at the door Mm -hmm. um (laughs) imagine you like walk up to the gate you know when sometimes they say like oh your luggage is actually oversized and we don't really have that much room today so do you mind checking your bag imagine you Mm -hmm. walk up with the subway (laughs) carry-on and they say like (laughs) carry-on foot long and like, whoa, 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 that sandwich is way too big and messy. You gotta have to check that thing. And Dude. then maybe put it in the the bottom of the plane. Yeah, don't go triple meat. It's not worth it, the risk. <laughs> no, dude. We're gonna hit our weight limit on the 757. So mm-hmm. the sandwich stays in, in Afghanistan. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, I can't no. go too big. The only annoying uh, trait I have at airports, Eric, besides taking my shoes off on the plane, is mm. uh, after I get through security, I am I neur- neurotically need to look my gate in the eye before I can do anything. Else. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I like to go to the airport bar, partake in a Campari soda, or perhaps a house lager. But prior mm-hmm. to doing that, I need to walk like two kilometers down the terminal, look, make sure the gate exists, read the number cross-reference it with my uh qr code mm-hmm. ticket Drop and a then, pin. I'm, then i'm free yeah good for you i used to do that ty but now that i have lounge access i mm. realize any time i spend going to my gate when i don't need to is cutting into my um pesto penne time and mm. my <laughs> and my free beer time so now i've like tried to expertly navigate airports in a way where i go to the lounge first and then I like mentally calculate how much time it'll take me to walk all the way across the airport to my gate. And mm-hmm. I try to like leave like right around that time. So I just optimize exactly from lounge to lift off perfectly. Dude, that makes a lot of sense. I love being the last person on a plane. <laughs> People too. are always like rushing to get in line to sit on a sweaty, like smelly plane. And mm-hmm. I just look at the first class people when I walk on, I'm like, your life sucks. You've been sitting here for so long. Like you're on the plane for so long. 
if you get on mm-hmm. first. Whereas yeah. I like to like make sure everyone's seated, ready to go. And then I waltz on, take my seat. And then we have liftoff. Mm-hmm. We shake are, hands in, in that, with the pilot, kiss some babies, and then yeah, take dude. a seat in 1A. <laughs> <laughs> Feels like we're operating on my schedule when I'm the last one on. Yeah, you're right. There is a nice kind of like privilege in that as well. I'm kind of in both camps because I obviously don't check a bag and Mm -hmm. I don't, I can't stand when my luggage is not directly above my head. If it's anywhere other than above me, I'm thinking like, fuck, someone's going to steal my Ramoa. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Someone's going to steal it or I have to go backwards and like fight people in order to get my luggage. So I want to secure my luggage parking spot ASAP, take a seat you know, look everyone in the face as they walk on board, make eye contact Mm -hmm. with everyone and just like judge their airport fits, all that. But Mm -hmm. if I Mm -hmm. was checking a bag and I was merely walking on with my AirPods Max and my iPhone, then sure, I'll be the last one on. It doesn't matter, right? Right. Yeah, I get that. Usually like I'm I'm carry on gang only as well, Uh, but I don't subscribe to the same philosophy because I'm always checking in like as I'm walking to security. And when you're the last person to check in, you get the last row on the plane. And I infamously always end up sitting on the bathroom row and I hate it, but that's just my lifestyle. Um, It's improvised and it's just the way things be. So Mm. when I walk on the plane, I stroll on last person on, I huck. As soon as I walk into business class, I huck my bag up right away um, as close as I can to the front of the plane. And then I just don't have to deal with it. If someone takes the Louis bag, that's okay with me. I can get another one, um, but I'm free from that, from that for the next four hours. I'm free. I'm liberated. Mm-hmm. I don't have to think about it. And then when you get out of your seat, you can just like stroll because it's always like chaos right above, like right where you get out of your chair. It's always chaos at the end of mm-hmm. the flight, but you just step out of that. You start walking to the front, grab the bag on the way. It's smooth. It's like, it's kind of like how Subway puts their drinks in the vending machine by the door because if they had the drink machine right next to the register, other people would be trying to pay while you're trying to pick your drink. Chaos. Mm. Just move along, grab it on the way out. Yeah. It's not a bad strategy, Ty. But the way that you neurotically check your gate, I'm also neurotically checking in one minute after it's open so mm. I can get the best possible seat and like, Make sure I'm sitting in the window. You know what I mean? I can't mm. stand taking the seat that's merely assigned to me. Like, imagine like not having any agency to like decide where you sit on a plane. It's like a bus. It's like, oh, you gotta sit here. That sucks, dude. I gotta I gotta know exactly where I'm sitting, you know, as close as possible to the captain, because I think we're on the same like hierarchy mm-hmm. in the plane. And yeah, off we go. <laughs> Yeah, emotionally, you are the co-pilot. But <laughs> <laughs> I, I get where you're going with that. Um, mm-hmm. I I don't like picking my seat, though. If like they want to take care of me, if they want to baby me and give me a seat, I'm all here for it, you know? Look <laughs> after me. Mm-hmm. Well, that's just how we differ, Ty. I guess so. Two schools of thought. Um, we It wouldn't be appropriate if we didn't end this uh episode with a short discussion about drake's new single given that it was a topic of reference earlier uh mm-hmm. search mm-hmm. and rescue are you searching <laughs> or are you rescuing oh i'm searching for the perfect sub but the sub is rescuing me at the end of the day mm-hmm. um it's rescuing my hunger mm-hmm. i like the song ty i'm really happy with it but i think the actual 
interesting thing here is how he played this off as an unintentional leak at first, mm. which I think is a brilliant marketing. So he has a radio show on Sirius XM where he like someone, someone else DJs and mm-hmm. they, he played the song, which I think was planned. Um, Drake has then apologized for it because it contained the snippet with Kim Kardashian. Obviously mm-hmm. he's friends with the yay. So it's kind of off limits. You can't really talk about that. Mm-hmm. So he said, you know what? That was, this wasn't meant to go live. I, I apologize, blah, blah, blah. But then this guy fucking releases it on Apple music, like shortly after mm-hmm. and creating one of the, probably one of the most hype songs this year. Definitely in the last minute, but uh, that is a really interesting backstory. Um, mm-hmm. I also think that this is the conspiracy and it was all by design in order to alleviate Drake of the, uh, I guess, controversy of including Kim K on it. Cause I did think that was kind of, and like even the album cover, like that's such a nice photo. Like they, he's been like, that's been in like the Visco editing booth for a while, getting the, like the lights and darks right there. <laughs> exactly. And it like mysteriously looks like Kim. So he's like playing into that like beef almost that like Dude, I think beef. it is Kim. Like I, I Googled some photos of like there was photos of her and him at like a go-karting like track a while back. I think they used one. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Can, do you have any proof I can look at right now on the pod? I could just uh, check my Google image history. Yeah. And how does this prove that he's a foodie? <laughs> well, okay. So I actually think this song isn't clearly written about like, like pining for a lover of any sort, very desperate. Um, Drake is the sub waifu of music. <laughs> uh, but there's a incredible parallel in the lyrics, Eric, between your sandwich patron and your sandwich artist, the way that mm. they have this like back and forth, I think that Drake is playing the role as the artist and Kim is playing the role of the patron Um, (laughs) (laughs) and some lyrics that kind of support this take or this interpretation is the artist is all like, uh, now we talking. Yeah. Now we talking because you approach them and then the artist is like, I want to be consistent, not on an opposition side. They just want to work together with you. But then you, or as you are Kim, you say, like, I didn't come this far to not be happy. Like, I commuted <laughs> here. It's my lunch break. Like, it's three blocks mm-hmm. from the mechanic. And then the artist is like, that's fair. And then you're like, remember that, because you're like being stern, right? You're like, you understand the power dynamic here. Mm-hmm. And then the sandwich artist just repeats what you say. You're like, you're like spinach, lettuce. They're like spinach, lettuce. And that's kind of when Kim says, you didn't come this far just to come this far, repeat themselves too. Um, mm-hmm. So wow, I think you're absolutely right. And then at the very end, Drake American expresses his love in the form of a payment. <laughs> exactly. There, I was about to hit on that point too, the payment part. <laughs> wow. And then he says, all I know is hit the mall and see what damage I could do. What's in the mall, Ty? <laughs> in the food court. Yeah. The food court, of course. <laughs> okay. Um, I'd like to retract my fake news about Kim and Drizzy go crying together. It looks like I was completely out of pocket with that. I don't <laughs> even think that was a real Kardashian at the go karting event. It might have been a lookalike. Of course, Drake Drake does like the lookalikes, 
Mm-hmm. Um, and I can't blame him. <laughs> Facts. Beautiful. Well, yeah, you're right, Ty. The, all these lyrics, if you just think about it from a subway perspective, it, it all makes sense. I need someone to be patient with me. Mm-hmm. Someone to get money with, not take it from me. I'm, I don't want to buy a sandwich. I want to have lunch with you. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. But and I also like think with about, all art. You I also look, think about you, Subway deep down all day, mommy. <laughs> <laughs> um, like all good art, Eric, you get out of it what you want to see in it. And that's what I see in this. I am searching and rescuing a some sort of sandwich or some sort of re- relationship with my sandwich artist in this this narrative that Drake paints. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, we talked a little bit about Card. Are we done on this topic? Sure. <laughs> is, there, is there anything else? Um, we talked a little bit about Kanye and Kim, I guess. But Kanye is also in the news, Ty, and not for good reasons again. Not again. Um, not again. <laughs> that sounds like a <laughs> Jersey Drake song. Um, but Ty, his Donda Academy, this is bad news, is mm. being sued for only serving sushi. Mm-hmm. Have you heard of this? I have heard of this. Yeah. What do you think is going on there? Because, like, sushi is presumably healthy, right? There's mm-hmm. a big push for schools to be serving like healthy food and not like bullshit to its kids. Um, But how many times you have to have sushi in a row before you're like, I'm suing this motherfucker. (laughs) That's what I thought. It's like sushi for lunch again. I'm going to like, I'm talking to my lawyer about this. Like (laughs) so like zero to 100 to go from like a bad lunch, like a bad Mm -hmm. maki roll to court. (laughs) (laughs) Like, do you think this was escalated to yay a few times? Like, hey, yay, can we just go to Panera or something today? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I can't think of like a more LA lunch than sushi. So I feel like it's like on brand. Like, you already know they got the sugar fish, like, mm-hmm. like you got the sugar fish bento happening. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it's like, how can you really complain about? It? I know sugar fish is overrated, but like, you guys are kids, like. But shut up. <laughs> yeah, dude. It's fun and colorful. Exactly. And they give you like one of everything. It's great. Mm-hmm. Like kids are picky. It's perfect. So mm-hmm. I don't know what the complainers are complaining about, but this would never mm-hmm. happen if Ye stuck to a strict uh, six inch diet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But do you think, um, is there a mercury poisoning risk here, Ty? Because like whenever people mm-hmm. say, whenever like I tell someone like, oh, I had sushi, like, x number of days in a row they're like whoa careful you could get mercury poisoning or is that is that just a myth from the y2k era (laughs) dude we have such a weird relationship with like all minerals in this day and age it's like not enough Mm. iron too much mercury bro i thought that the whole time i thought that was a planet (laughs) (laughs) what do you mean mercury is in the sushi (laughs) we're on earth (laughs) uh it is it is confusing, you know. Um, I I don't know, dude. Like, probably too much. Like, I guess but, the I guess sushi Thai it has like microplastics in it, and that's what's like the fish eat the microplastics, and then 
somehow they have mercury in them when you like slice and dice the meat and make a nice churashi don. Mm-hmm. But um, what has more microplastics in it anyway? The tuna or the tuna, if you get what I'm saying. Yeah, I get what you're saying. This is kind of <laughs> like the big challenge with all of these, like that has bad things in it, is that there's always, like, no matter what someone warns me about, I'm probably eating something worse, like, yeah. for my next meal. Like, there's always mm. something worse. Yeah, it's like, like just does because, it really matter? Yeah. I don't think it matters. Like the fact that Kanye's serving, like I'm sure the sashimi program at Nobu that Kanye's getting takeout from every single day is mm-hmm. pretty good compared to like the alternatives. Like those kids are going to go home and eat like Burger King for dinner, you know? Yeah, that's true. Can you imagine like, like a 10 year old in like grade five, you know, he's like fucking complaining on Twitter. It's like at, at Nobu. <laughs> it's like, I don't want your fucking sushi anymore. <laughs> and it's like, like Mr. Nobu Matsuhisa, he's like looking on Twitter. He's like, man, what the fuck? This kid's complaining about my, <laughs> he's complaining about the, the miso cod. What the fuck? Uh, Mr. Nobu. I, uh, yeah. No more blue finitoro. I just want a water. <laughs> like, fuck. Can I have a chocolate milk? I'm sick of green tea. <laughs> wow. Yeah. the yellow tail maki is just not doing it for me anymore i just want just want some mountain dew wow oh, i think I know, Ty, if we if we go to la together we have to go to nobu i think for research purposes mm-hmm. we might have to link and build with other pods at mm-hmm. nobu who knows we might mm-hmm. run into pete davidson or or someone like that maybe vince yeah. vaughn mm-hmm. we'll run into someone and it's it's inevitable so we have to go yep we can uh, talk pod with call me daddy over some sashimi tacos. I love the sound of that. Mm-hmm. If we can link and build with Emrata in the private party room at Nobu Malibu, mm-hmm. um, then I think we have a good chance of getting her on the pod. Mm-hmm. And yeah, she's, she's new to the game as you know. So mm-hmm. she's I looking to build her audience uh, and we can yeah, help. We can help her out. <laughs> exactly. <Yeah. laughs> we'll even hook her up with a free blend jet. Wow. Blendjet, Caro, supplements of Think Fresh, yeah, beautiful. Um, on that note, Ty and Breadheads, thanks for listening. Yeah, do you have a sound to uh, close us out with? Not really. Um, we can. I'll hit you with this one. Hey, what it do, Breadheads? This is Kanye West, and you're listening to the freshest motherfucking podcast, Think Fresh. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. The wire, baby. Yeah. Thank you, Yay. Uh, <laughs> thanks for tapping in, everyone. And be sure to use the code thinkfresh12 on blendjet.com. Mm-hmm. Save yourself some money. All right. Mm-hmm. Don't be an idiot. These are rough mm-hmm. times for everyone. All right. Mm-hmm. Sandwich artists are being laid off left and mm-hmm. right. Um, their pockets are flatter than the flatbread. Mm-hmm. Let's change that. Save yourself mm-hmm. some money with the code blendjet.com. Think fresh 12. Hell yeah. Flatbread is a time circle. Peace. Flatbread.